Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wex Appeal Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, and I thank you for being here with me today. In fact, I'm especially thankful. This past weekend, we celebrated Thanksgiving and uh, just had an amazing time with just myself, my wife, and our four kids at the house. No extra family, um, which... You know, we love our family, and we love to uh, to go and hang out with them, but sometimes it's nice to just kind of scale it back and hang out. Uh, my wife made a, she said it's one of the smallest turkeys she's ever made in her life because of the fact that we only had the six of us, and we just ha- enjoyed each other's company, and I hope that you guys did as well. I hope that you had a fantastic Thanksgiving, and you got a moment to just kind of chill and stop and reflect on everything that we have to be thankful for. Not focused on the negative, but focused on the positive of those things that we are thankful that we have in our lives. And uh, I know that's what our family did, and I hope that your family did as well. Plus, I have some amazing news and some things that we're going to be rolling out here in the next few weeks with the Wex Peel Podcast, and I'm super excited to tell you about them. And I told you about them on the last episode, but we are going to be doing some mini episodes where we're going to be talking about music and we're going to be talking about fitness. Um, basically, we're going to be releasing like a, a workout of the week, and I've got some some friends that I'm going to be bringing along to uh, announce those workouts for you so you can kind of have a Wex challenge on uh, during your week of fitness and see what you come up with, see what your scores are, and hopefully everybody will be involved and posting your scores on the uh, on the Instagram page when we post it. Just just something to get you up, get you moving, and have a little fun with it. Uh, the other episode is going to be all about music, and that one I'm also very excited about with some of my friends that will be guests on the show talking about, I mean, it could be literally anything what you should be listening today, uh, li- listening to today, maybe you know, some hype songs to get you, you know, get you in the groove for a workout, or it could be driving music, could be musical, it could be literally anything. So we're going to talk about music, and there are going to be little mini episodes that we're going to give you throughout the week, so hopefully you will enjoy those as well. All right, my next guest today is Mr. Chase Ingram, and if that name rings a bell to you, you are probably in the CrossFit sphere. He is a host of a couple podcasts, actually. He hosts the Get With the Programming podcast with him and his partner in crime, Bill Grundler. And he is also the main the main uh, host for the CrossFit Games official podcast, where they uh, they've ha- they've had some other you know hosts come in and things like that. But Chase is is the main the main guy doing the uh, the podcast for the CrossFit Games, and he interviews everybody from Dave Castro uh, to Danielle Brandon. He's had uh, all sorts of people on there. It's a great podcast. Both of them are great. If you uh, if you are in the CrossFit space, just you know, hearing what they have to say, go check those two podcasts out. And he is also the owner of CrossFit Big D. So if you are in the Dallas area, CrossFit Big D is his CrossFit gym that he owns and runs and operates and coaches at. So you can go and see him in person and talk to him and get some coaching from him. And he is also a CrossFit Games analyst. So you will see him. Uh, he works with Rogue. He works with CrossFit. And um, you'll see him on the big screen announcing. He announced the 2021 CrossFit Games this past year where I actually got to meet him and sit down and talk to him for a little bit. But uh, Chase, w- we had an amazing conversation. We sat down. We talked about our kids. We talked about life. We talked about fitness. We just we talked about a little bit of everything, football, uh, Marvel, the whole gambit. So 
I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and uh, we're going to get to the show right after this word from the sponsor. Chase, how you doing, man? Welcome to the oh. show. How, tell hey, me man. what's going on. In, you're in Dallas, right? I am in Dallas. Yes. The weather's finally cooling off in Texas, which is great. My uh, two kids are usually in daycare now, but it's Thanksgiving break, so okay. it means we get them for the week. Yes. And so the joys of parenting never uh, never end. So nap time, break time, which is podcast time. Yes, <laughs> I, and I'm the same way. I, I was telling you a little bit off camera. I've got four kids in the house, uh, about 100. Four? Four, yes. Oh, my gosh. Four. Uh, 12, God bless you. <laughs> 12, 8, 4, and 1. Nice. So we're done. Um, that's the question. That's the next question that always comes. Is like, is it any you want any more? No. And no. this will probably give my youngest ther- you know, therapy later on when he listens to this podcast years and years down the road. But we were only gonna we were gonna end at three. So <laughs> four was not planned and, and not expected. And well, here he is, and he's and he's yeah. great though. He's he's fantastic. Hudson, if you're listening to this later, we love you, and uh, you know we'll pay for those bills later. We're so happy you're here. We're so happy you're here. You make life so amazing. Um, oh, if, if you've if you've ever listened to uh, uh, the comedian, oh, what's his name? I can see him. He's the hot pocket guy. Um, oh, uh, Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. He said, "What's it like yeah. having uh, whatever amount of kids he has?" Uh, it's like, "What's it like having?" X amount of kids. He's like, imagine you're drowning in the middle of a lake and somebody hands you a baby. <laughs> that's that's exactly what four kids feels like. It is. It. it I like uh, when we had three. I felt good. I felt confident. We, you know, yeah. we could take care of it. Okay, you know, it, somebody's got two, but the other, you know, we're in zone defense, but we're good. Man, that fourth one, it just it threw everything. For it's a loop, so, so funny, man. I hear so many different things from so many different people. Like we have two and we're done. Yeah. Like we only had a second one because my wife and I, we have siblings and I love having brothers. Right? Oh like, yeah. That's a huge thing for me. So I was like, okay, well I want my son to at least have a sibling, boy or girl, whatever. Sure. And that was the only reason why we had a second one. Cause like he was enough for us. We're like, we're going to yeah. be terrible parents with two we're not even good parents with one um but after two my wife is like shutting it down yes and by her shutting it down means that's my problem to take care of <laughs> well i mean not putting health health issues but my wife had some health issues that she had to take care of so she actually had to put the shutdown um oh, oh. you know so a whole bunch of, of of other issues with that but we're yeah. we're working through that that whole yeah. health side of it but yeah no we were like the factory's closed. It's been turned into a parking lot. We're good. Like there's no, there's the, no more. One I heard was, um, imagine running into your house with arms full of groceries, and the house is on fire, and then someone throws you a priceless artifact. Yes. And you're like, oh no. Exactly. Exactly. It's, and again, I love it. I love having four kids. Now that we have them, had you mm-hmm. asked me. I mean, my oldest is about to turn 13, which I'm terrified. to. That's a whole nother level of terrified. My and my two, girl? My two oldest are girls. Oh, um, so you I, know how that goes. I am, <laughs> I am terrified of the next... Uh, apparently, at around the age of 12, I've been told that aliens come down, they abduct them, mm. and somewhere around 22, 23, they come back. 
Okay. But until then, they're aliens. Like, got it. Just, eh. and and it's it's very much true. Like, I'm like, where's my little girl that I, you know, just yeah, my buddy loved and adored and wanted just you know, not make me me want to yell and scream horribly. Um, well, and I, I'll just hold on to mine a little tighter yeah. than she's only 20 months. So yes. And they're, and they're adorable. I see posting yeah. on Facebook and stuff like that. So Thanks. Thank they, you. they are great, but, she um, took a tumble off the slide today again. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're as dads, we're just like, get up, just, just get up, yeah. brush it off. You're don't, good. You're good. Don't tell don't mom cry in front of the other parents. You're going to make me look bad. Don't tell mom it's, <laughs> yeah. and they're the, and they're the worst. They will narc you out. Oh, yeah. They'll narc you out so bad. My eight-year-old today, we got back from, we went to Walmart. because um, we're So my eight-year-old, I was telling you a little bit, she's she's the CrossFit athlete. She okay. is in. She's been competing since she was four years old. No um, way. Yeah. In fact, you might have actually seen her um, if you watched week one of the Open. Okay. Um, week one of the Open this year, it was Carrie Pierce, Christy Armo O'Connell. And at the very end of the show, they did a Q&A. Mm-hmm. And the very last Q and A was this little girl who said, "If you know what advice would you give somebody who wants to go to the CrossFit Games?" Yeah, that was her. So, no way. Yeah, so her and I were on there oh, um, as the last question cool. of the night, and uh, wow. and Carrie Pierce go, you know, tells her you need to get into gym- into gymnastics, mm-hmm. and you know, do this and this and this, and she's like, "Okay, sign up for gymnastics this summer." Um, she's done in her lifetime over the course of three years, has done three weeks of gymnastics and they've already put her on the competition team. Like, wow, she's, she's an animal. Um, when she's off school, she gets up with me at five o'clock in the morning and goes to the six o'clock class. That's, um, she did the Bella complex this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. So the, the Rogue Invitational Bella complex, we did that. Um, I'll, I'm happy to report that I, I did get past Emma Carey's opening opening weight, <laughs> but I didn't quite get her finishing weight. Oh no! <laughs> I think I got two thirty five. She she I think she finished with like two thirty seven. Two thirty seven, yeah. So a little little short there, but um, oh, but uh, she did her Bella Complex and she got forty pounds. Wow! For an eight year old who weighed sixty three. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, she deadlifts one twenty. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't even deadlift double body weight. Like <laughs> she, uh, no, no, I don't either. No, I, I, I definitely don't. <laughs> it just means I need to lose weight because that's the yes. only way it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm close. I mean, I'm close. If I, if I can, I'm um, being generous to myself. Apparently, no, I'm not close. I, I, I was, I was just doing the math in my head. I'm like, Let me no, do the math again. No, I need to lose weight. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a good fifty pounds oh, off. So that's great, but. You know, talking about, you know, her, you know, doing all this stuff kind of segues into, you know, some of the stuff I want to talk to you about with CrossFit. Um, mm. What do you think about this new generation that is uh, coming up and, and and kind of we're going to talk a little bit about parenting with that um, okay. as well, because I think it's <laughs> I think it's going to be very interesting to see in the next 10, I'd say the next 10 years um is going to be very interesting to see but what first off with with uh emma carey who's actually been on the show um she's great she's fantastic um met her at the 2018 games before she was before anybody knew who she was okay and uh she is just she's a friend and and just incredible but you know the up-and-coming mal o'brien yeah emma carey um gabby magala 
kind of give me your give me your spin on it. What are you what are you thinking about this next generation? I think it's uh, it happened really fast. Yeah. And very unexpected because the, the I, I likened it. I don't know if anybody got the reference, but I always liken it to quarterbacks in the NFL or like superstars in, in really any other sport. The, the, the biggest one I can grasp of is like quarterbacks because you have these generational talents that come in together. Yep. And, you know, we saw that with, I mean, the Manning and Brady still doing it. The Mannings, Brady's and Favre's and then came in the breezes within that. And the Phillip Rivers are like, are we going to have another like collection of superstar quarterbacks? And like, boom, four years later, Dak Prescott, Pat Mahomes, yep. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, like all of these guys are coming in and, you're like, oh, okay, so yeah, there there is life after the Mannings and the Fars and the Bradys because it's here and now they're taking over. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing because we had, you know, the Annies, the Catrins, the Tias, and the Caras and the Briggs and you know Margo Alvarez and like now all the like the Aramos and the Holtas are retiring and the Pacellis yeah. are retiring and they're moving out and in like without a, a hesitation of a step, Haley Adams like, oh dang. You're not just like gonna make the games, but you're really good. And then comes Gabriella Magala right behind her. And then boom, Mal O'Brien and Emma Carey side by side at 17 and 16. And so it's been this huge, really cool like surge of of the young talent on the women's side, which I thought was um really surprising, but really fun. On the men's side, it's a little slower. Uh Justin Medeiros, I think it'd be your your obviously he's the youngest champion ever. Gima Harris is really the first guy that has transferred from the teen division successfully, I would say into individual competition. Like Medeiros could have been that guy, but he never made it um, as a teenager, but um, it's been really cool. And I'm, it just makes it more fun because you, you fall in love with the old guard and there's a lot of memories there and a lot of emotion tied to these athletes, but having the new blood in the mix is it's only going to make the sport, um, more exciting. It's only going to make it bigger. It's only going to bring in more fans, right? New blood brings in new eyeballs. And I think it's, it's great for the sport. Yeah. And I've loved watching it in, in one of the things I've enjoyed is watching them operate in such a way that is way above their level as far as maturity, like the maturity level that Emma brings is insane. Like, (laughs) like she talks the way that Fraser talked, after after his five championships like she's talking mm-hmm. in that level of like i'm going to do this and this and this and i'm going to train this way and i'm going to right you know smash out my weaknesses and like she is so driven and focused and when i had her on the show she was talking about um you know i was like you know do you feel like you're missing out do you feel like there's things that you know you want to go do and like be a you know for lack of a better term be a normal teen and she's mm-hmm. like I find this fun. Like going into yeah. a gym and just smashing myself into oblivion is fun. So why would I go anywhere else? Why why <laughs> why would I go, you know, hang out at the movies or, you know, getting, you know, go do this or go She's like this is fun. So mm-hmm. I'm doing what's fun. And yeah. Like I mean when I was your age I was playing video games and you know for <laughs> hours on end. So yeah, I guess it's the same thing, you know. I mean yeah. I was I was 10 seasons deep into Madden, you know, I, I had a dynasty going, you know, for, yes, I was, I was driven and focused, but just com- completely That's different funny. 
because um, yeah. I, I mean, you've referred to this before as far as when you were 17. No way. Like the, yeah. the, the maturity level is just off the charts. Um, yeah. With I that. mean, I was dedicated to the sports I was playing, but not like this. Yeah. It, and when you liken it to other sports, because CrossFit is such a weird, I think when people look at it from the outside, they're like, oh, you work out so much. Do you want a social life? You're like, well, you're not going to say that to like Tom Brady when he was in high school. Yeah. Or any of these like elite superstar athletes, including any Olympic athlete or g- gymnast. Yeah. It's like, do you have a social life? You're like, well, this is kind of my social life that I've chosen. And it's not the most popular sport in the world. So maybe people don't understand the dedication or what exactly that I'm doing. But when you look at it just as sport is sport, and you're like, this person is dedicating their life at an early age. Because how many of us said that? If like, well, when I was 25, I look back and like, if I'd only known when I was 17, that if I just applied myself like this for seven years, I would have everything I want at 25. But I didn't. Yeah. And so when they do it, you're like, oh, you know, do, do you miss being a normal kid? They're like, they don't want to do that. They want, yeah. they want to go to the CrossFit Games and be the best, and this is what it takes. Yes. And that's what makes them happy. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and, it's, and it's funny you... to see people react to it in that kind of way when it's – it's. I was like, it's no different than any dedicating to any other sport. Well, and then you look at camp – and I, I'm going to call them camps for lack of a better term, but you look at like places like Mayhem. And that is a whole oh, right. that is a yeah. whole social scene in and of itself. Like that group. Yes. Like, yeah, they train and they you know, but it is a social group that just likes to just destroy everything. <laughs> like they just, they just go in. <laughs> they're and... they're one eight foot wall away from being an actual cult. Yes. Like they're, <laughs> they're they're this close. Yeah. In in the most positive yes. fighting in, in cult you could possibly ask for. But of like course. they're they are one wall away. <laughs> yeah. And, and but but I mean you look at that and it's like I mean they are social. They are out there doing, you know, just having a good time right. and I mean what better thing to do than to hang out with your friends? I mean, that's why we've all gotten into CrossFit. You know, there's nothing yeah. better than going to the gym and hanging out with your friends at the class that you go to. You know, the, the I mean, my morning class, I mean, the morning class of the gym I used to coach at, we still have a chat group that, no we, that we text all the time. And I've been gone, I've been gone for a few months from there um, and transitioned mm-hmm. to a, a new gym where I'm just an athlete now, which I kind of love. Um, I, I was, I was the, I was a head coach for, you know, Mm. for, for another gym and, you know, kind of doing all the social media and doing all the, you know, the coaching for, you know, some of the, you know, the morning class. Yeah. Yeah. But even when I'd go back in the afternoon, I'd find myself coaching, you know, when I was supposed to be there working (laughs) out. You can't turn off. You can't turn it off. And then I went to a new gym with a coach that I hugely respect and, and love. And I, I walked in there and I'm like. I have to shut it off. Like mm-hmm. I have to shut the coaching aspect off. And I even had a conversation with him and said, listen, if I jump into that, tell me. He's like, no, no, no. If you see, he's like, if you <laughs> see somebody funny. doing something, coach them. Yeah. Like he's like, You're, I, you, you know my standards. I know your standards. You can coach them. I'm like, yeah, but if I'm overstepping, shut it off. <laughs> and it's been so liberating That's to just cool. be able to go in, focus on just me and just cut up with the rest of the class. So it's, it's mm-hmm. been great, but it again has been that social, that social scene. You finish the class and you hang out for the next 15, 20 minutes, just, you know, kicking back, talking yeah. about how horrible that was and how you almost died. Um, I, I, I took pre-workout this morning and that was a huge mistake. <laughs> um, I round three of the workout today and everything was spinning. 
like it, it got oh wow it got serious um dang yeah the buttery bros don't play around and matt fraser oh. <laughs> it was it was it was that sour watermelon i hit the, hit oh, it hit it a little too funny. hard this morning that's funny <laughs> um, i haven't tried that yet oh it's good it's good um i i can attest though i, I took it at um at a competition it was fine it was great mm. um one of the the girls from our gym she's her and i are competing actually together in a competition same competition that me and my daughter are competing with competing at oh you're competing with your daughter yeah so oh yeah so there's this competition every year um at the gym that i that i used to coach at called the reindeer rumble and it's a partner competition and they have you know rx scaled co-ed but they also have a family division Oh, so wow. it's an adult with a 14 and under athlete. So that is where my daughter, the eight year old got started. She started competing at four. Um, she, Jeez. yeah. So she would come to the gym all the time with us and yeah. she just, she would see daddy work out and she would want to go work out. And she just started kind of doing the movements. And then she really started getting kind of good, you know, for, for, <laughs> for what she was doing. Yeah. Um, at at four, she's doing ball slams and, you know, burpees and, you know, doing all the stuff and, and, uh, she wanted to compete and she's competed every single year since then. So this will be her fifth, uh, her fifth, her fifth competition. I think Wow. she was four or five, six. Yeah, no fourth. This will be her fourth. Sorry. Okay. Um, her fourth competition at the reindeer rumble. So I'm competing with her, but I'm also on an RX team (laughs) 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 with, with my friend. She likes to dry scoop the pre-workout. Oh no! So she'll dry dry scoop it and then throw a splash of water in. I can't do that. I can't either. That's rough. And uh, and she took the the podium, the sour watermelon, mm. and she's mm-hmm. like, "That's too much." She's like, <laughs> "Like the, the effect was fine." So yeah, yeah. if if uh, if if Matt or the Buddy Bros are listening, um, it, it was good. It's great. Yeah. Mission it was just, accomplished. Mission accomplished. It was just way more sour than she expected it to be. Oh, she, that's funny. So, you know, you need a little bit more water in in there. But um, she's, um, but yeah, so we're both competing at this competition okay. and it's going to be, it's going to be pandemonium. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, they, but they, but they do Goals this for me. Yeah. They do this That'd kid competition. They do this competition with the kids and it's amazing. Um, they've had, I mean, we've had, we've had, I, won't, I don't want to say we haven't had game. No, we've had regional athletes. Um, Norman Woodring. Uh, has been okay. there. Uh, he's from right down the road at uh, not the norm CrossFit, and um, and then one of the other up and comers, which is somebody that I think everyone's going to start looking out for soon. Have you heard of Emma Heck? Uh, yes, she's in the pit. Uh, she was okay. In the pit, uh, yeah, was pit yeah. Fitness collect or fit, fitness ranch. Pit fitness ranch. I think I'm getting the yeah. Masters Collective. Masters in, Fitness Collective. Yeah. A... I think I'm getting them confused, <laughs> but she's competing as well okay. at this comp, and uh, yeah, cool. it's a bit crazy, but but it's fun. It, anyways, fun. what we're talking about with with the kids, I'm kind of all over the place here. What do you think it's going to look like in ten years with parents? Are we going to get the soccer mom, ah. like like the soccer mom and dad effect? I've of already parents? seen it. Have you? I, I have. I have. I have a little bit too. I hated it. Oh yes, it, it was. Um, it was the teenage division at Wadapalooza. Okay. And we had just parents. I won't say it with his mom or dad. I'll just say sure. these parents. And they yeah, were just don't screaming. don't call them out. 
they're just screaming at their child, the child, yeah. right? You're 14. Yeah. Uh, just the most nonsense. And here's the part that pissed me off the most, because I'm not going to be that, you know, how, you know, to each their own, how they raise their children. I raise mine sure. pretty rough. Yep. But like, and this is how I feel about coaches in general in sports to a certain extent. I was like the person yelling at the kid with n- like, it was all just like generic, let's go go faster pick it up bull crap yet they were 40 pounds overweight yeah like how about you shut your mouth and go into the gym and you try this that your daughter is competing at already yet you're gonna yell from the sidelines and be this just pile yes in the stands like i've already seen that and so yeah i think that's gonna happen i think that's I don't think it's going to happen as much. Well, you never know with sports. I like CrossFit does a pretty good job of vetting people like that, mm-hmm. um, mostly in affiliates. But like once you once you get into sports, though, it gets crazy. Yeah, right. Fan is short for fanatic for a reason. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're going to see that. You're going to see these parents in the stands that are just like going nuts, and <laughs> you see a a 16 year old get no or get no repped and the parent doesn't think it is like, would I ever be shocked that like some person just jumps over a barricade and just like goes after a judge? No, (laughs) I will not be shocked if that ever happens. So yeah, I think, I think we'll trend that way. I I don't think it'll be a thing. I think we'll see it. Um, but like anything is if, if the sport does its job, it's going to cater to, half of the field more often not based off the athletes that competing like mm-hmm. you see in most other sports like i hate the lakers hate them thank you but half the country or more loves them but we're both gonna watch and cheer our hearts out for different outcomes of the game yes but nobody cares about that and the, on the back end they just care that the whole nation is watching this game like i'm a cowboys fan and there are no casual cowboys fans or casual cowboy haters you either hate the Dallas Cowboys or you love the Dallas Cowboys and they will both watch to see the bullshit that went down yesterday against Kansas city. So I, so I didn't see it. So yeah, I was watching the game and like you said, so we were at a, at a child's birthday party. There was a, I was too, actually. Yeah. I was at a, I had three birthday parties this week. Oh gosh. I had, I had a birthday party and a friend's giving. At our gym. Okay. So we had to bounce between different places, and then with the kids yeah. and allergies and sick, and uh, it was a it was a it was a nightmare of a weekend. Um, but we had a I mean, we had a lot of fun. But as mm-hmm. far as like the the logistics with the kids was was crazy. But uh, yeah, I was at a party, and literally half of the half of them were like, "Go Chiefs!" just because they were playing <sighs> Dallas, and yeah. then the other half was like, "Come on, Dak." Throw that ball, let's go. You know they want to. They want to see the Cowboys do well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I get it. I I get the the love hate from it, mm-hmm. um, and see it. But and and I by the way I hate the Lakers as well. Um, but that's that's. <laughs> I think that's more of a LeBron thing than it is than it is the. the see Lakers for me, it's general. a Lakers thing. Okay. I like LeBron James, and then he went to the Lakers. I'm like, dude, now I got to <laughs> cheer against you. Like, yeah, I no longer like you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, it's just the whole the whole greatest debate and all that sort of thing. It, it's, oh, yeah. it, I mean, to me, it, it gets it, it goes in line with with what we're seeing in CrossFit with you know Froning and and Fraser. It's like they're both great. They're they're both amazing. Right. You know. Yeah. I'll take either one of them on a team. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> there um, you go. Actually, I'd probably take Froning on a team because I think, I mean, he's proven. Yeah. He can he's take anybody. Got a pretty good team track record. Yes. <laughs> But um, you know, with the with the with the parent situation, I think I've seen it, and I've seen it, and this, and we're not talking Bonapalooza. I'm seeing mm-hmm. it at local comps. You know, oh, wow. your your box comp where this guy is like busting a blood vessel in his temple, yelling at his kid who is clearly working as hard as he can, and yeah. and I think you know as being an athlete as well, when you're in that cave somebody yelling at you to go faster is yeah. not helpful it, right <laughs> if i could go faster i would be like it's, it's not a oh thanks for reminding me i forgot i was going slow here no this is all i've got and yeah. and you yelling to go faster and stop being a you know <laughs> stop being a pile doesn't yeah. help me in this situation right you know and it's it's the same thing you know I've done local comps. I've done the big comps. Um, I've judged and been gatekeeper at um, Bacon Beatdown, which is now the American Co- or um, Atlantic Coast Classic um, out okay. in Daytona. Seventeen hundred athletes. Jeez. Yeah. It's how does that happen? It's insane. It's insane. It's been going on for quite a few years out there in Daytona. It's a it's an amazing competition. Um, wow. But they just it just changed ownership about three years ago. Um, okay. Will Bald is the guy who is in charge of it. Okay. If you recognize the name, um, his sister, he's got two sisters, and one okay. of them was um, the one who took over um, Castro's Instagram during the games. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the and then the other one works for the New York Giants. So it's no way. It's yeah. It's it's insane. They yeah. that family, you know, is got it hooked up but uh but he's running this competition such a good writer oh she's amazing 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 i was reading them and i was just like these this is gold yeah this is a book she does a great job she does a very good job yeah but you know they're doing this competition out there in daytona and you will have and they have a kids division at the atlantic coast classic so we're talking kids all the way down to seven years old out there on the competition floor just killing it Mm-hmm. But the thing that you see is them, you know, the the parents or the friends sitting there just recording them competing, and then if they get a no rep, or right, it, and it, and what bothers me not so much is if their their athlete gets the no rep, it's when the athlete next to them doesn't get the no rep. Oh yeah, like, yes. I've got this on video, and they want to talk to the head judge, oh, and they're like. The athlete three rows or three lanes down was their chest wasn't touching the ground when they did their burpee. And it's like, oh my gosh, focus on your child. You know, yeah. was your kid doing the best that they could do? And and it goes in up in all divisions and just fighting and compl- and, and I'm like, what place is your team in? Or exactly. what, what place is your is your athlete in? Oh, they're in like thirty seven out of you know out of yeah. 60 so that, that one missed no rep isn't the problem yeah you're not fighting for a podium spot here um yeah. i even made a joke to one of them and i i think i really pissed them off when i was like Good. when i was at one of our local competitions 
they were getting all up in arms about a, a no call or something. I'm like, oh man. And with that game spot we have on the line here, <laughs> and they just kind of looked at me and I'm like, yeah, there's no game spot. Yeah. Don't worry about no. it. We're just here to have yeah. fun. It's a local comp. Like, take yeah. your T-shirt and go home. You know, have have a good I'm time. Okay with like pushing. Like, so I'll coach my athletes hard in competition. Yeah. And it's usually they're judged by what I know they can do. Of course. Like what I know they're physically capable of. And when they dip below that, I'll, you know, push. And then I'll, I'll do one, like, let's get it together kind of a cheer. Yep. Like, hey, let's make or break. Let's make a decision. And if they crumble or they don't do it, I'm like, okay, this is all I'm getting from them. So let's let's plan our our cheering accordingly instead of like keep hammering them. It's like, listen, I know <laughs> if this is all I got and you gave me the the do or die cheer, like yeah. let's f and go, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't go, that's really that's that's all we're getting for the day. Yeah. So just get me home the best way I can, knowing you're not getting that today. Yeah, this and is where it is. This is the level. Yeah, hopefully. I'll do the same thing with my kids is that, you know, I'm going to push them. I'm going to push them beyond what they think they're capable of, but what I know they are capable of. And if it, it succeeds in the heat of the moment, great. If not, then we'll learn something new from not being able to rise to that occasion. And we'll learn that lesson. We'll talk through it and then we'll adjust and then plan accordingly in our training. Like all these little problems that you see happen in competition happen in training every day. Yep. And I'll tell it to my athletes like, Oh, I, this happened in the open. I was like, yes. You know when that also happens every day you're in here, right? When things start to hurt, you just kind of stop and you don't have to win that battle every time, but you got to start actually like taking the floor and at least challenging that because you're, you shocked no one on this side of the fence of the way you competed because that's the way you train. And so let's take that lesson, learn from it or decide if you want to or don't want to, because that's also a question that needs to be had. Do you yeah. even want to go that hard? It's like, no, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. What are your let's goals? Just work out. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are your yeah, goals? Exactly. You know, so easier said in this position, especially with athletes that aren't like my children, but I'm hoping, you know, I can at least push challenge, and then, you know, teach and inspire at the same time. Yeah. And and it's very – and I, I'll give you this with having four kids. <laughs> with Mine old – you know, kind of further down the road as far as ages. Um, my 12-year-old has zero interest whatsoever mm -hmm. in CrossFit. She is all into horses. Um, she doesn't want to do CrossFit. She doesn't want to work out. She doesn't, she doesn't like the fitness thing. Um, but – how I leverage that with her is you want to deal with animals that are exponentially stronger and bigger than you and can hurt you. Right. And yeah. I'm 100% okay with you working with horses and loving and that being your passion. But to do that, you need to have a baseline of strength. So I'm asking you two, three days a week, you're coming to the gym and you're doing a workout. Now, you don't have to push hard. You don't have to go crazy, but you do need to have a baseline. And she's yeah. so, and she's totally okay with that. Cool. As, I like that. You know, as long as we're setting that 
you know, okay, I know what her expectation is. She wants to just ride horses and dream about unicorns and art, and that is <laughs> that is her world. Like yeah, she's hey, she's out there. Okay, it. great. My eight year old wants to lift heavy, go big, and just destroy everybody in the gym. She's mm-hmm. I we did I I cannot remember the name of the workout, but it was awful. Um and it and it's it's a hero workout. Okay. And you end up you go up and then you come back down and it's got you know like an 800 meter run or a 400 meter run in between each round and it's like a 25 I want to say it's like push-ups and then it's squat like squats and burpees it, it's and it, once I remember what the workout is I, <laughs> I I'll, I'll it'll it'll pop up in your head yeah I'll send it I don't even know the name of it but it was a hero workout okay and we're doing it and we have one of the athletes in our gym and this is like a year ago so she's probably seven you know not i mean she you know and it's all it's all body weight so okay. it's it's not you know anything to do with you know pull-ups or anything like that it's all floor work squats push-ups burpees and there's something else maybe sit-ups i think probably sit-ups and one of our better athletes who was training to be in fire college and he is he's a you know good athlete um is doing the workout and he's on the other side of the gym and they're going you know, and, and she's, she's working out and she's looking over and they go both kind of go out for the run at, at about the same time. She, he's running a 400. She's running a two. She's seven. She's seven. He's how old is this? He was like 21, 22. Okay. So <laughs> going to fire college, good yeah. shape. Like, and, and she like, he, she's running a 200 for her equivalent of a 400, okay. you know, for okay. the, so yeah. he's running 400. She's yeah. running 200 and they come in and I noticed she just kind of looks over. She just kind of cocks her head and like looks over and she's watching him and she's watching what he's doing. She's watching what rep he's on and she's just going and, she, and she's just going. And then she, and like he'll, he'll run out and she like looks, finishes her couple reps and then she goes and runs out and she's, wow. and she's just sitting there watching him like similar to, to, you know, the conversation of Mal looking over at Tia yeah. during the games yeah. and just like, all right, I see where you're at. And that's cool. And she was just, she hunted him down and it was an hour long workout. <laughs> it was an hour long workout. And she wow. just, she just gritted and, and went for it. So that's she cool. has, uh, she's living, I guess it would be your and I's fantasy of, yeah. you know, yeah. when we were eight and we wanted to, you know, meet a NFL player or you know an MLB player like Ken Griffey Jr. Actually, he's up here on my wall somewhere. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. I've got a, like a little figure thing. Um, it was my favorite baseball player of all time. And when I was that age, had I met Ken Griffey Jr., I my mind would have mm-hmm. been just blown. Yeah. Meanwhile, CrossFit, the sport that's been around for only 15 years, the biggest stars, the accessibility is insane. Right. So we went to CrossFit New England last year. Uh, I'm sorry, this year during the um, European qualifier. Oh, yeah. And she got to watch Katrin compete um, for the European qualifier. That's cool. So she got to meet and hang out with Katrin, Chandler, Amanda, Sam, like all those guys. Ben Bergeron walked up and gave her a high five because she was doing the workout for the, because she did the workout right before Katrin went on. Okay. And it was a clean. It was a clean workout, so it was cleans mm. and runs. So it was a, I think a, a power 
power clean, squat clean, hang clean complex. And she was in there doing it. And one of the members actually backed up and took a, a video of us working out together with Katrin standing over in the corner watching her. Oh. And she's like, it wasn't lost on me that the fittest on earth was sitting there watching someone of the next generation coming up. And I'm like, oh, I like, I get, like, I, as I'm That's talking about, cool. I get, I still get goosebumps, like, when, That's I, cool. when I talk about it. But, you know, just kind of seeing them, you know, come up, she's got that competitive just edge and fire. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But she's gotten to meet, um, you know, she, she was on the interview with, uh, um, with Carrie. So mm-hmm. she got to talk to Carrie and Christy Aramo on the on the cool. broadcast <laughs> for for the for week <laughs> one of the open. Um, she met all the all the people at CrossFit New England. Um, she's talked to Margot Alvarez. Um, I, I I actually interviewed Margot was my very first um, podcast guest. Oh really? Yeah. And oh uh, man, and she's Margot's awesome. She's incredible. And um, she's one of my favorite humans. Well, Stella watched her on the Titan Games. Oh, and she was, right. and she was like, yeah. I want to come talk to her. So she came in and like before the interview, she came and just sat and talked to, uh-huh, you know, talked cool. to her for like five minutes. And, and she, when she came in to talk to her, she was like, I have a question. And I was like, okay, you know, what's, what's your question? She asked her a couple questions and then she left and then she came back and she's like, Oh, I have one more question. <laughs> and Margo's like, okay, you know, what do you got? And, yeah. uh, and she goes, how do you deal with when you lose? Oh, and I'm wow. Like, like, what? What is... <laughs> like, what is going on Dang. here? Um, she's like, how do you feel, you know, how do you deal with, you know, when you don't, you know, when you don't win? And I was just like, the questions you're coming with are not like, oh, what's your favorite, you know, what's your yeah. favorite lift? What's, I was you like, know? do you write my questions for the podcast yeah. from now on? Because yeah. apparently I don't know how to ask any of them. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, you just, you just crushed me on this. So. Oh, wow. But yeah, it's, it, it, Dang, it's incredible. Weird. So that's, that's why I'm so curious about the next generation coming up. Um, as, as somebody who, I don't know, maybe I will have a future games athlete. That's her goal. Um, that, that's her goal. She, she told me when she was six years old, she wanted to go to the CrossFit games. Like, that's wild. She's like, I want to be an, I want to be a CrossFit games athlete. Has she got, got to go to the games yet? No, and not, watch? not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, mostly. Well, I saw you there, dad. Yeah, you did see me there mostly <laughs> because I'm working, you know? So I'm, so I am going to Wadapalooza this year. I, we okay. we were both in the in the chat group for uh yes. for podcasters that are going to to uh to Wadapalooza. And uh so I've contemplated because I will be media and not have the responsibility of being a volunteer. Uh, yes. Actually bringing yes. her down and 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 we'll see. We'll see. Well, for me is I can't wait. Now, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I have this like rule of saying I can't wait. Yeah. I can wait. Um when my son is of age, that he can start to travel with me. Yeah. Now, how old? Really how fun. old are you two? You, so the youngest is be twenty months. Four and two in February. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're like two weeks apart as far as their birth date. So. Oh wow. Um, I feel like I got another two years before that can happen. But, you know, my son is he's great. Like he he mines so well and he's so nice and. He's still, but he's still young. Like yeah. he still does young kid things. And now, now, does he come to the gym with you? Like, does yes. he just kind of hang out at the gym and kind of watch and? Yeah, both of them do. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're in daycare, but 
more often than not, they'll they'll come maybe one or two times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're home now, so they'll definitely be coming this week. Yeah. But and they they do their own thing in the corner. You know, we pull all the gymnastics pads down and just let them jump off everything they can onto the mats and yeah. hang from the rings or hang from the pull up bar. Dylan will actually, and this is something I never even showed him, but we have one of those like five pound rogue kid bars. Yeah. You know, yep. like this skinny black hand or um, bar with the whatever. He'll go over there in the corner, just pick it up and start just like doing weird bar complexes. Yeah. On his own, which is it's kind of cool. Um, my daughter likes to just walk around and just be social. So I, I want to raise them in that environment as far as what they want to do in there. I can only show them the benefit of it outside of the realm of um just crossfit yeah like dylan played soccer well i want to say played soccer he did like some soccer camp recently which was super cool i really just wanted to see him like um cleats and shin guards and soccer gear because it looked really cute but uh i i coach i coach my four-year-old what they want to do i coach my four-year-old playing t-ball so oh nice yeah and it is yeah that's our next one it's it's fun but at four years old it's literally it's hurting cats with a water hose like, yeah, the, right. is... I, I, like I'm not sitting there like, oh my, oh, it's you know, it's funny you mentioned the parent thing. I had one of those parents at the soccer camp. Yeah. Oh. About their three year old boy. Yep. And it's like, listen, um, this is all pretty, you know, basic. And we were wondering if he could join this like team thing. He's like, well, they don't start till five. I was like, yeah, but you know, he's he's pretty advanced. And I was like, oh my god, just go let, home. Let him be a kid. <laughs> Let them run around. Yeah, let them be kids. They're gonna like, kick each my... other in the shins, and and yeah. all and everybody's gonna go to the ball at the same time. That... Yeah, and honestly, even the coaches running the camp, they're like, "All right, make a line." I'm like, "Make a line? Who are you talking to? Yeah, these kids. Yeah, I hope you're talking to the parents because these kids aren't gonna make a line." <laughs> and I... I was like, "You know what, Dylan? Just run around and kick your ball wherever you want to go. Just my, have fun." My goal for the t-ball year was when the ball got hit, that they wouldn't all run at the ball. And, ah, and that was, I like that. that was the goal of the year. Um, and you pick it up and you throw it to first. doesn't yeah. matter where anybody is on bases. You just pick it up and throw it to first. That's your only instruction for the entire year. One person go for, goes for the ball, you pick it up and throw it to first. And we had the biggest team of the, you know, of the league. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm partial so I'm going to, I'm going to say it was the best team, but as far as like they, they would wait until everybody got, they would wait till the, all the batters got off the field because what you, mm-hmm. what you do in T-ball at that age is you let everybody bat and okay. then, and then the last batter bats everybody home. So they, you know, they, oh, you know, last batter okay. hits and they run all four bases. doesn't matter if they get, oh. you know, get the ball to first and get them out or not. We're just, right. we're just practicing. Yeah. So and they would, you know, as soon as the last batter got home and all of them got to their dugout, we're like, all right, clear. And they would all run to the dugout, you cool. know, grab their helmets. I mean, we had them like, <laughs> I'm like four to seven years old and all just like, they were actually like. Yeah, but that's so simple. I love that. Just one instruction. That's it. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm going to have you focus on one thing. And, and it goes through so many different levels of coaching. Mm-hmm. The focus on one thing. And yeah. I had one athlete when I was coaching the 5 a.m. class that he was very frustrated that 
he was trying to snatch, which first of all, okay. it's a snatch. Yeah, I mean, like, sh- yeah. <laughs> I had to tell Listen, people, like, show yourself some grace. There's, man. there's this plenty of people hard. that don't know. So, yeah. uh, you know, he he's trying to snatch his barbell, and he's in his he's, I want to say he's in his fifties. So he's okay. not. He, you know, I'm not coaching a young athlete. I'm coaching a, an older athlete. Um, he's a runner, so you know, he do, he doesn't have the 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 CrossFit strength. You know, he mm-hmm. you know, he can go run for five six miles without stopping. He's got the endurance all day, but he doesn't have the form and technique of of crossfit which is fine that's why he was there and he was getting so mad at himself about you know trying to lift the bar and he's like oh it looks like garbage and <laughs> am i i i kid you not i went up to him and i go this is what i want you to do and i and i gave him one thing and he did that one thing and he did it perfectly the rest of the lift looked horrible yeah but he did the one thing and right. i was like perfect and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you did exactly what I asked you to do. Now we can focus on the next step. I need you to get, I need to get you to step one mm-hmm. way before I'm getting you to step. <laughs> you're trying to get to step 10. Right. You haven't mastered one. We got to master one first. Let's keep your yeah. arm straight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep your arm straight. And we're, that's half the battle. <laughs> yeah. Don't bend your arms as soon as you pick the bar up off the ground. You know, keep, keep it straight. Yeah. So just, and and he and he realized, oh, I don't have to be perfect. I just have no. to listen to that first step. And right. then once I perfect the first step, then we can do two. And it changed everything as far as how he was receiving his coaching cool. and and taking it. And it was a it was a really cool moment. Um, yeah, and, that's cool. And that's kind of how I focus on those kids. I'm like, what can I get you guys to do at this age? Are you going to turn a double play? Heck no. <laughs> um, the, the field we were on was a full-sized uh, Little League field. Playing, oh, wow. Yeah, so this T-ball, like, I mean, they're running almost a quarter mile to get to the first base with their legs. They used the whole length? They used the whole length. I'm like, oh, my God. So, I mean, they were, can we just put, like, a, a hat out here? Yeah. <laughs> can, can I just put, like, like a... Like we're in the cul-de-sac? Yeah. And so, you know, so they're running a good distance, and I'm like, just hit the ball and run and mm-hmm. get to the base. That's that's all I need you to do. And the, I mean, by the end of it, by the end of the season, which we just finished up two weeks ago, man, they were playing amazing that's for cool. their level, you know, right. yeah, for, I the, get it. for their yeah. level. So it's it's a lot of fun. And and that's I think cool. if if we focus on that with the kids I mean, and kind of going back to the, the next generation, you know, there are parents that are doing it right. Um, mm. Emma carries parents. You can have both. Uh, yeah. Emma carries parents. I don't know if you've met them. They I haven't are. met them. I met Mal's dad at the games. Yeah. Um, just you, you can see and her coach like you can see like she's got a great support system. And That's awesome. They're not over pushing her. They're just letting her do whatever she wants to do. And they're like they're a big support system. So yeah. it was and, cool meeting her parents. And that's Emma's parents. Emma's parents are phenomenal. And they are the most mm. humble people in the world. Kind of like kind of like uh, I mean, Justin's parents, too. Justin, uh, yeah, Justin's parents. Guy, yeah, their parents are. I mean, they're nuts, but in, it's in a good trend of good parenting out there, <laughs> they're nuts, but in a good way. <laughs> I mean, they are. Oh yeah, they are. I mean, <laughs> so you were there. Were you there when Justin came over to the the campground after he won? Yes. With that, yes. all those shenanigans um, that yeah. were going going on over there at the at the the talking <laughs> elite camp. Yeah. Um, just. I mean, it was it was hilarious. I mean, they're all wearing their jorts and and mm-hmm. dancing and 
putting buttery bros on their shoulders and just <laughs> just hilarious. Uh, um, that's funny. So kind of transitioning from the younger age, you know, now we are looking at all these athletes that are transitioning out. Um not necessarily transitioning out, but like the 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 old guard that is yeah. is kind of moving forward. I what I like is that they are showing the same grace and poise that they've had through their career on their way out. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing I like about CrossFit is because the attitude for everyone, you know, we all know what everybody goes through. Like, you know, I mean, everyone's battles are individual, of course, but we all know what it feels like to get buried <laughs> at the bottom of a clean and not be able to stand up, you know, yeah. or, yeah. or getting that clean that you had never gotten before. Um, we all know the same general feelings. So it's cool to see them aging out, you know, kind of it with, with grace and poise. Um, as you see, like mm-hmm. Carrie Pierce, you know, she's been phenomenal as well. Um, what, what is something that we sh- we're going to start seeing that you think we're going to start seeing with, with some of the athletes kind of in the middle? Um, cause you've got the ones that are, you know, kind of old guard. And then you've got the middle. Do you do you see that we're going to find some that are going to kind of get lost in the shuffle? I think you're always going to get athletes lost in the shuffle. And it's funny you say old guard. It's like this is the second old guard. We yeah. already had two waves of old guards before this one. And <laughs> yeah, the athletes that are on the bubble that are always just right there, I say in the top ten mix, but never in the podium or top five that get a lot of the attention. I. You know, sometimes you're just that athlete and you, I mean, I was that athlete in college on my swim team. I was just good enough to like make a relay or something in swimming, but every year they bring in faster guys than me. Yep. (laughs) And I was already trying to chase the guys that were already faster than me to begin with. And as one class graduates, the next class they got in, was still faster than me. And that's just where I was as a as a swimmer in college. And that's the same thing in CrossFit, right? Like you have all these great athletes out there and then there's the good ones, the really good ones that have been doing it for six, seven years, but they'll just, unless something changes, because if it hasn't really happened in seven, eight years, it's probably not going to happen because of the athletes that are already coming up. And I think that's where the young athletes coming in, you're like, damn, (laughs) I thought I was going to at least get a good little like two year buffer when this group retired and then you guys came in, but now you guys are already better than (laughs) me and I've been doing it for six, eight years. So I I just think that's the, that's the natural evolution of sports. Yeah. It, I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Because I have a lot of athletes that, like you said, you're like, oh, I just want to see him, you know, crack right. that podium. You know, there, there, yeah. there's a couple of those athletes. I mean, everybody was pushing for Scott, uh, Scott Panchik last year. Well, I know. And, and Scott uh, got derailed by a knee injury. I think yeah. if he had a healthy knee, I mean. I mean, look what he did with one leg. Podiums? Yeah, look what he did. What do you podium? I don't know, man, because, I mean, you're looking at, if you look at Justin, Pat, and, and Brent, like, that's, and Brent did it on a bum hamstring yeah or whatever he pulled on the on the run but like has he ever has, has he ever said has he, he i don't think he'll ever will say <laughs> i don't think he'll ever what i'm like i'm looking at your leg bro it's taped up like ass to knee yeah we know nobody does that for fun you look like you got attacked by spider-man i mean <laughs> just a, a web of of yeah. uh, why can't like, i think of the you tape? replaced yeah. your undershorts with 
kinesio tape like (laughs) nobody does that for fun because that still has to come off yes (laughs) but uh yeah scott's one of them i think travis mayer is another one of those guys that is you know i've I've always i'm a huge travis mayer fan not just as an athlete i just i'm a i'm a big fan of travis by himself but he's one of those athletes it's like when is it gonna happen and it somehow does in the wrong time or or this and i mean what other handful of athletes like for me you know, is, for no, me is bkg is no ever gonna win it bkg i mean that dude's like is he ever gonna win the crossfit games probably not but like that dude sits on a podium you know every other year just like yeah. uh fikowski or um velner does well he almost clipped, i think he almost clipped brent this year yeah it yeah, was well, very close chance, chance yeah then he fell off the rower <laughs> well he fell <laughs> off at the beginning and at the there. end yeah. because he, he right he no. fell at the at the at the end he was like two steps oh, away and drop the bar very in yeah well he was like what is that no he was going to clip fakowski fakowski is holding off bkg that was really close to yeah uh, what other athletes are out there that are like that um well i mean aramo might be one of those athletes that has the possibility of getting but like the women's field is so stacked oh it's so yeah it's it, unbelievably stacked but i think that whole that whole group is going to be gone in two years gone or just not they just won't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. And it, it's just because they've been doing it forever. Right. Yeah. But you got, well, I gotta, I gotta say though, I gotta say though, Annie looks better than she's ever looked. Ever. Annie is yes. And it's not look like I'm fully with you. Annie Thorstadter is in the, is the best she's ever been. Even yeah. when she won twice or podium the other time, like what she did at the CrossFit games, how she looked at the rogue invitational after that. Like if Annie can keep on this at a, at a, intelligent pace like because sometimes you'll see athletes take that huge leap and like now let's full throttle and then they end up like getting injured or they they do too much but annie looks amazing absolutely amazing i i left her for dead a little bit um this is more 16 17 you know she had the back injury and then she had the withdrawal with the heat stroke and then you know a bad place after that but like once we got to madison it was like this whole new athlete yeah and, and competitor which was really cool to see uh barnhart might be one of those that everybody thinks is gonna make the jump i think chandler smith is one of those athletes that are just they just need they need something different added to their competitive toolkit that they aren't getting and that's the nicest way <laughs> but because that was physic- that was very nicely put physically and athletically, they are fully capable of being top five vying for podium. Um, they're just missing certain things yeah. that uh, are coachable and trainable. But at the same time, they also have to do it and want to put in the work as well. So it, I'm putting the, the onus on both parties of yeah coach and programmer and athlete and so i feel like they're maybe they are working on it it just hasn't shown up yet yeah um, but yeah 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 i think um there, there's a collective group that just churns right there in the middle and they stay there unless something changes yeah do you think do you think carl will come back i would love to see carl come back i think the best thing that ever happened to carl webb is any thor's daughter yeah because Think of the the only thing that was holding Annie back after 
you know, her childbirth and, and her comeback year was mental, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, obviously physical, hugely physical. I mean, she's been very open about that, which I think yeah. is great for not just like moms that are trying to be competitive. I just think moms coming back from anything in general, like Annie's been so um, great for that. Uh, I think Miranda Alcaraz is another one of those athletes that is just great for just moms and CrossFit in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kara should look at Annie and be like, okay. Cause I, I think when Kara competed, unfortunately in 2020, she, she I mean, sixth, she just, right? she I was mean, she so just close. Missed. Yeah, yeah. She just missed. And then, you know, uh, getting over COVID going into 2021. Yep. And a lot of times when it happens, like you can get really discouraged and like, maybe it's over. Right. Cause, and a lot of the times are like, okay, maybe it's over because I'm, I'm a mom now and I'm a kid and it's just, I've lost that. And now you look at what Annie's doing and Annie's the best she's ever been. I think that's huge for Carl Webb. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like I would be on the phone with Annie and be like, all right, let's, Get me back in gear because look, Cara's a freaking stud and she looks great. Yeah. And she still is great. I well, think a lot of it is just she looked amazing confidence. at Torian Pro. Yeah. I just yeah. just walked away with it. Um right. I think that does more for her confidence as well. But does that change if Tia shows up to Torian? Well, I mean, they get more than one spot, right? Yeah. I mean, they get more than one spot, but I mean the way she just walked away with it. But she oh, was, like that gave her you know. confidence. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because like, look, I get Tia wasn't fully training for the Rogue Invitational, but it's not like Annie Thor's daughter was like was either. Yeah, people forget that. It's like no, Annie just finished the damn CrossFit game. She just went home to be a mom. She wrote a book. She just did some headphone thing like with Catherine Davis' daughter. Like yeah. she's doing stuff. It's not like she was tapering and training for the rogue invitational and like Tia was the only one just kind of showing up. Like Tia didn't just show up. Yeah. She wasn't focusing on it. She has bigger things to do <laughs> and I don't blame her, but um, I think for Cara, it's almost better if Tia shows up with the Torian pro. Yeah. Like, I mean, would getting beat by Tia really shake your confidence? No, no. And, and right? also you get to judge. Where are you? Yeah, it's like I would want I would want that at the Torian Pro rather than at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. I think one of the biggest disservices is to not have that early on. And so, yeah, but the, the problem is I think we're going to get the best version of Tia we've ever seen because of the Rogue Invitational. So yeah, that's there. Everyone's like, oh, is this the end for Tia? I was like, eh, this isn't like an Iron Man two scene where like Tony Stark got his ass whooped in front of everybody and is like, well, if you can make God bleed, see, people cease to believe in him. I was like, it ain't the same thing, right? No, no, it he is not the same thing. Pissed someone off who is infinitely more fit than the rest of the field, and they've proved that five years in a row, and now they're gonna come back and just be like, remember that one time that you said that thing? Guess what? <laughs> That's what I think is gonna happen. Absolutely. I, I think that she's going to come back. I, I mean, the article that went out in the morning chalk up where Annie's like, oh, yeah, she's beatable. Ugh. Like, do I you mean, really want to put that up on her billboard? Like, yeah, do do, does she need that? any more motivation to, you know, to <laughs> come back and just destroy everyone? Uh, I was sh- I, I will say I was surprised she's coming back after. Oh, I was shocked. Yeah. And that she was that quick to be like, no, I'm coming back. It's done. 
and yeah. it, it i ran into her actually the next day so i ran into her on monday oh, okay out on yeah. out in madison it was really crazy but um you heard the story that um dave castro said about shane um underneath the after after everything was over the game the games were over and he walked into the tunnel and Shane was down there cleaning up. Mm-mm. So, so long story short, uh, Shane was on, or Dave was on uh, Savon's podcast, and yeah, and yeah. he was talking about how the games were over. They were doing all the pictures and all the stuff, you know, on the floor with all the volunteers, and everybody was hanging out, drinking beer, eating pizza, you know, doing doing what they do after the games are over. And Dave walked into the tunnel to go, you know, to leave. And Shane is down in the athlete area, picking up water bottles and cleaning up, and he's just dragging a trash can around, like what? Cleaning up, yeah. I was down there with him, so, so I was I was in the tunnel, and I, I walked into the tunnel because I was going back to get my stuff, and Shane's there cleaning up, and I'm like, Shane, where do you, you know? I was like, Hey, can I get a picture with you? And you know, I was just kind of chatting with yeah. him, and I'm like, What are you doing? He's like, Oh, well, you know, we made this mess, so I'm cleaning it up. We meaning all of the CrossFit Games athletes, like <laughs> it's just littered right. with bottles of you know you know monster water cans and and water yeah. bottles and wrappers and everything. He's just there, just cleaning up and throwing stuff in the trash. I'm like, you've got other things to do. Like go, Dang. like like your, your right, wife, Shane. your wife just won the, the the her her fifth title. Um, go, you know, go do that. And he's like, no, 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 I, you know, we made this mess. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're not going to leave, I'm at least going to help you. So I'm down there helping him. Like, I'm down there cleaning up with him. Yeah. And then Castro walks up, and uh, he's like, Shane, what are you doing? He's like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> he's like, go <laughs> go be with your wife. He's like, and he, yeah. he, just, he, he, he just wanted to help and just clean up and do this stuff. And it speaks so much more to me, like, their humility but I ran into yeah. them, like I said, the next day in Madison, and I'm, you know, I, I, you know, said hey to Shane, and he's like, oh yeah, this is the guy that got me in trouble with Dave Castro, and Tia just looks at me, and she's <laughs> like, what? And then he, you know, then That's he kind of told the story. But they were just the yeah. sweetest, and nicest. But she's like, yo, I'm absolutely coming back next year. I'm like, really? I'm like, especially after the documentary, because the the documentary, I know, she sounded like she was done, and mm-hmm. you know, with with. Uh, you know, she sounded like she wanted to quit then with Matt. Yeah. And then, okay, I get it. She wants to match him and do the fifth. N- now she's like, no, like it's on. I'm, yeah, I'm bro. Gonna, it's in soccer. What's that? <laughs> We're not, it's just not soccer. We're not playing for ties, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, I mean, she's going, she's going for the six and for all intents and purposes, she's going to get it. I mean, there's no way she does. not I love that. I love that. And I'm with you, man. I wish I was shocked how quickly she answered that question. I'm glad a- a Nikki asked it because we were actually sitting, you know, we, we sit together prior to a, a event and we're like, okay, Hey, you're going to do the interview. Like, what are you going to do? And she's like, you, what is she? I was like, ask her straight up to her face, <laughs> ask her if she's going to, and we, we went back and forth and the group were all talking. I was like, I dare you just, yeah. just do it. Like, that's the question everybody wants to hear. Yeah. So just ask. And she's like, hell yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Nikki's not one to back down. She's not, she's no, not going to back, not, back right? down from a challenge. So, but she's also respectful to people's, yeah. you know, 
privacy? And, you know, that's a pretty personal question because if the answer is no, like, do they want to tell everybody in that moment or do they want to do it on their own terms or do they want to just say yes, but not really have an idea? Like there, I mean, a, a lot more went into that question other than just yes or no. Yeah. And, and she could have given the diplomatic, so but it was cool. She could have given the diplomatic answer of, well, we'll look and see yeah. how the, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm going to enjoy year... this one. And yeah. Yeah. We'll see how they, yeah, exactly. She was like, she's nope. like, run it back. I'm like, oh, I'm jumped out of my seat in the middle of a broadcast. I was like, yeah. let's go girl. All right. It was run it back. It's awesome. I, and that's why I love CrossFit. It's just like, everybody's just so willing to just kind of put it all out there. <laughs> yeah everybody's just just ready to go you know um we uh so you know we talked about how you are a dallas fan what are your what do you think your chances are i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot with this one what do you think the chances oh. are where, where are you at on this are, are you for the cowboys are you all in like is, is this like no they're <sighs> definitely gonna definitely gonna do it or i think this is the best team we've had since well, yeah, I think this is the best shot we've had in 25 years with this group. Yeah, on the Cowboys, like our, I mean, our defense is playing great. Our offense, when everybody's healthy, is playing great. Like we can pass, we can run, we can. It's it's really weird to say that out loud because obviously I feel like I'm gonna jinx us when it does that. But like <laughs> you know. We, I say we, I will say we, I'm a Dallas Cowboys yeah. fan. It's been we, that's, it's been we for 30 years. That's how, it, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I watch sports. So if you guys don't like that, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, like it, it's just, it's different. It feels different. And I don't, I'm not like, I'm not that we're going to the Super Bowl every year, Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a pretty even keel Dallas Cowboys fan. But if there was ever a year where there's a possibility, uh, I feel like this is a great team to do so. It's like, the defense plays great. We've got our two best defensive pass rushers out. Oh, yeah. They've been out for almost half the season. Okay. And we only we held the Chiefs to 19 points. And then we're missing our two top wide receivers after that game. We're missing our one of the best left tackles in all of football. So our offensive line is a shamble. And yet we're still doing these kinds of things. And so, yes, I do think this year is special. I do think they have an opportunity to do so. And part of it is not because of the record. It's actually some of the games that we've won that we never win over the last 20. Like, we don't win the Patriots game in overtime. The yeah. Dallas Cowboys don't win the game. That game, we was, don't win. that game was intense. Yes, it was. And we don't win the Vikings game with a backup quarterback on a last second drive. We don't do things like that, right? What we do is things like the Broncos loss where we, we forget how to play football. And then we lose a game to the chiefs when, you know, it's a, it was a big moment and people didn't rise up to the occasion and the offense that didn't rise to the occasion, the defense did. So I'm, I pulled a positive out of that one. Yeah. So yes, I think this is, the best opportunity we've had in the past 25 years. Well, my, my college and football season for football is officially a dumpster fire. Um, oh no. Yeah. So I'm a Florida Gator fan. I'm, I'm here in Florida. Uh, so, well, you know, we just yeah, fired, okay. we just fired our coach. We yeah, have lost one. ridiculous amount of games this year <laughs> that we shouldn't have lost. Um, and then I'm an Oakland Raider fan or Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raider fan. You can say Oakland. Yeah. It's, it, it's Oakland. I, I mean, I've been with them since, 
they were in LA after they were okay. So so I joined on kind of following them. I was eight years old and I met one of the defensive linemen. And that okay. I mean, he was a monster. Sealed it. It was sealed it. I was like, <laughs> wait, and I'm watching him on TV right now. Oh, yeah, this is amazing. So I was a Raider fan from then on, and uh, and they are just – if any team can have worse luck than the Raiders Man. this year between yeah. leaked emails and DUI, uh, just it's, it's, it's been bad. awful. It's been an awful yeah, year for us. So. And they're still playing halfway decent, but yeah, it's, it's still – I'm not putting any – not putting any stock in that one. I'm not, not putting any bets down for uh, for a Raiders Super Bowl any, oh, anytime soon. Yeah. But um, last last thing, and I would be remiss to not mention this uh, before we before we we break. Ooh. Um, Marvel. So <laughs> I know you. I know you're a huge Marvel fan. Oh, um, and I think yes. you can see kind of the eclectic mix behind me. Of I do. Of I do. I see it. Memorabilia. If we were in my if we were in my office at the gym, it would look much different. You've got the Captain America shield, right? I have the Captain America shield, the helmet, and then every Captain America paraphernalia so, possible so, in my office. So run me back with that. So where did that come from? Like the whole the whole Captain America thing? Because I know, I mean. I know in your in your competing days, you were basically yes. a, a walking flag. Yeah, nobody knew who what my name was. <laughs> like you, you go to any games article prior to 2015, it never was Chase Ingram. Yeah, they would legitimately write Captain America <laughs> as part of the title. Okay, and it was funny as my wife would. It, it, it was, dude. It, I I was living a childhood fantasy. Yeah. Captain America is my favorite superhero of all time. It's always been that since, you know, I was the age of influence. It was just usually right eight or nine, right? Yeah. That's when I became a Cowboys fan. Um, that's when the first superhero toy was put in my hand, and it was Captain America. Okay. And as I got older, you know, I've just, I'm a big fan of America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a America guy. I'm just a fan of the United States of America. I love my country. And everything that it stands for and everything that it gives opportunities with and, and a lot more, but I don't want to get into that. But as far as superheroes are concerned, um, going, let's see, when I started CrossFit, I was, oh, it was, I did a competition, my first competition, I want to say in 2009 in October. Uh, the previous year, my brother gave me a Captain America t-shirt bust. Okay. Right, so muscles designed into the shirt, just, you know, a, a t-shirt that cost $5 and it was like 20 pounds yeah. <laughs> of those kind of material. Yep. And cause he knew I was a big Captain America fan. I was like, Oh, this is cool. And so when I went to this competition, I brought it with me. I was like, let's just see who knows. And I brought that and some gym shirts and I wore My buddy was opening up a gym. So we wore his shirt and it was in Beaumont, Texas. And this, this was in like the woodlands area. And going into the final event, I didn't even sign up for this. My friends signed me up for this because I was like, I, I was fresh. I was like, guys, I'm not ready for a competition. I've been doing it for almost a year by that time. But I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of people. So going to the final event and I'm winning. And so I'm sitting, <laughs> this is so dramatic, but I'm sitting in the dressing room and I have, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified. Cause like, I don't want to, 
I didn't expect this, so now I'm in the lead. So the only thing I can do now in my head was to lose. I was already in first place. There's only one direction to go. Yep. The other direction is just like maintaining, but like that wasn't part of my head. I was like, the only thing I can do is screw this up. And this would be so embarrassing if I screw this up. And so I was like, okay, what shirt? Because I would change shirts every event. I was like, I was an Oscars host. I was just, yeah. I would just change outfits event by event. I still do that. <laughs> well, not anymore. I don't compete anymore. But um, so I, in my, I was looking at my Captain America shirt and I was looking at my gym shirt and I go to myself and I say, if you put on this Captain America shirt, you better F and win <laughs> because you're not going to go out there and look like that guy and then be that guy. Yeah. Or you can put on your gym shirt and if you lose, you lose, and no one will remember, and you just move on with the rest of your life. And I was like, F it. I'm putting on the Captain America shirt. Yeah. Put on the Captain America shirt. I think I won by three and a half minutes in the final event. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, I didn't tell people to call me Captain America. I just wore the shirt because I was like, I'm freaking, I'm coming. Like, yeah. Here we go. I feel good. And, I feel superhero. Let's go. Yeah. And so when they were calling me up to the the podium, and this is just some, this is called Oktoberfest Obliteration. It's yeah. on Ball, Texas. And they're like, first place, Captain America. Didn't say my name. Captain America. At the same time, CrossFit's media department was kind of a lot like it is today, where it's just outsourced. Yeah. And some friends of mine, well, they weren't friends then. We became friends afterwards, took that. And just ran with it. New kid on the block, Captain America. And that was the first article written about me. And then it, you know, and I had some success after that. And yeah. that's how it all started, man. And it was so done. I put the shirt on. That was the only thing I did. And then CrossFit and the CrossFit community took it the rest of the way. I love and it. And it's been, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm living a childhood fantasy. I do realize that it's made for four-year-olds, but I don't really care. And I earned that and I continue to stand by it, even though, you know, I'm not the fittest, <laughs> fittest person in the world right now, but it was, it, it was great. It's been great. It's something I, I still am really passionate about is just, yeah, that being a part of who I am yeah. in, in CrossFit. So, so now that we're into the next stage of, of Marvel, how are you feeling with the, with the new direction? How do you like oh, it so far? I haven't full discretion, I, full disclosure. I haven't watched Eternals yet, so so I, have I to haven't go see it. seen Eternals or Shang Chi. Okay, so I need to watch those. I've liked them so far. Um, I'm very open to the new MCU, but I I just rewatched actually um, Far From Home, Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, and either the jokey. Sarah McLaughlin, I'll remember you intro video of all the superheroes that were gone. And like when Captain America came up, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is sad. This what, is sad. But I, you, you know, I've watched, uh, the thing I loved the most was all these spinoffs on Disney plus. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision was meh. Like I get some people liked it. I thought it got better, but <laughs> It was like, you got to get to episode five. I'm like, if I have to buy into four episodes of something Marvel, like maybe this is not what I'm into. But like yeah. Loki was great. Oh, Loki um, was amazing. Falcon and Winter Soldier was awesome. I was going to ask you if you liked that. So I loved it. I know some people are kind of hit and miss on that. I loved it. And yeah. I was effing pissed when that, uh, was it Walker? What's yes. His name? John Walker? Yep. Whatever it is. Yeah. 
You mean the guy? He, I was like the guy. No, from I was like, no, 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 no. This is this is this is not it. You you saw? And I remember what the character was. And... Did you see the meme? The guy from Up, the old the old man no. from Up with the Captain America picture oh. on, on him, and he looked no. exactly like when they when they released oh. when they brought John Walker out, and he and he comes yeah. out with the with the mask on, looks exactly yeah. like the guy from Up with oh, the Captain America does, mask. Yeah. It was yeah, hilarious. That's funny. But I saw an interview with him. Um, talking about how everybody hated him like he was yeah. Yeah, he had legit hate for mm. for him and that character and he's like then i'm doing my job because that yeah he did a great job he did as, that's what his job was supposed to be yeah that fight scene with between him oh, bucky yeah, yeah. and and falcon just amazing like Dude, they did such a good like they made the falcon badass oh, i was yeah. like why didn't you guys do this during the MCU, because like Falcon was cool and he was fun, but like he was just a he was a side character. Like a, yeah, a side character. Now he had one of the most epic lines in Marvel cinematic history, with the callback of "On your left." Oh, I on mean, your left. Yeah. It's like God bless you, Sam. Yep. I mean, don't need to start on Endgame. Well, so I'm looking forward to the new the new Spider-Man that's yes. coming out. Man, I I have hopes and dreams of what this could be. I'm. I'm going to say it. All three of them are there. Dude, they have to be. At this point, at this point, I think if they're not, it's a riot. It's it's a walk. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, dude. They, if they CGI Tobey Maguire in there, I'm like, no, his ass better be in there. I don't want like fake Tobey or yeah. Andrew Garfield because you already got Doc Ock. I can't believe they're bringing Electro back, but. Oh, I know. <laughs> or the Sandman. And Green Goblin. Yeah. And not um, Harry. Like true. Norman. Yeah. The um, um Oh, what's his name? Crazy guy. Boondock Saints. William Defoe. William Defoe. Yes. Yeah. Just phenomenal. Like I can't. Yeah. I, I can't wait. The um I did. So I saw, you know, the spoiler. Um, the guys that do like the, all the heavy spoilers and all that sort of oh, stuff. I yeah. saw one of those videos, and he goes, "I slowed it. I slowed the new trailer down to like point two five. I'm like, first of all, it took you two hours to watch that trailer. It, it had to, uh, with as long <laughs> as you, with as as much yeah. as you slowed it down. But he had, but he actually caught one scene in the trail in the new trailer where um, Doctor Strange is pulling um, is is pulling Spider Man back down. Yeah, and he's got okay. and he's got the box. Yeah, and the, he paused it, and you see two portals to the right and like in front and behind Spider-Man okay, okay. and through the portal, he's been, he's been hit by a web and it's grabbing his foot and pulling ah, it. And it okay. So there's a web coming from each portal. Got that it. Have him. And I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's, that's spider web. Yeah. That has to be one of I the mean, two. I feel like this is a big spinoff or, or lead up uh, the spider verse, which was great too. Oh, it was amazing. That was so I, – I was not expecting that. Yeah. Here's the thing. The one thing that made me mad – didn't make me mad, but my wife did some – this was a couple years right when it came out. And she's like, hey, we had this question at Trivia Night. It's like, who's uh, Spider-Man's alias? I was like, Peter Parker. She's like, no. That was the wrong answer. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's Miles Morales. I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I don't care what universe we're in. Yes. That cannot be a trivia question answer at this juncture in no. my life. I but, like. I think he's a great Spider-Man. Like, 
his suit's freaking sweet. I think I the think whole story's great. I if mean, they want to blow people's minds, like yeah. play play off the Toby and and Andrew mm. Garfield, play that up. Play that up that they're yeah. the, you know and, and hint that they're not going to be in it, but you really want to blow people out. Have a live action Miles Morales show up, dude, dude, <laughs> or Ghost Spider, or Ghost Spider. When Stacy oh, comes out, right? absolutely. And imagine what that's going to be like when Garfield sees her. Could you imagine what that's like? And it's Emma Stone. Exactly, dude. Like, is, by the way, is that a Spawn poster behind you? Yeah, it is a Spawn comic book. And Good it is signed by um, McFarlane, Todd McFarlane, okay. and yeah. um, Al Simmons, who wow. is, so Al Simmons was his college roommate. Okay, uh, was uh, Todd McFarlane's college roommate, who he actually created the Spawn comic off of him. No, so shit. he is the he is the real what? Spawn. So really, th- yeah. So I was at a I was at a convention, and. Yeah. He was there signing, you know, signing um, comic books. So he yeah. he signed it for me and everything. So I have it framed up there. Um, but yeah, like all the so like I've got other McFarlane characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've got like a Spawn Dark Ages over over in the corner over here, and like that's something I want to see redone. Yeah, that would be well. Although I like the original. I liked Spawn. I'm really looking forward to the new Blade. When, what? When's that coming out? I don't know, but Mahershala, Mahershala Ali is Blade. Hmm. Is going to be Blade. Okay. Um, he was the main bat villain in, um, Luke Luke Cage, on Netflix. Oh, okay. He was the club owner, um, from okay. season one. He's a phenomenal actor. All um, right. So he was in he was in Luke Cage, and hmm. um. They apparently dropped at the end of Eternals. One of the post-credit scenes is oh, him now I need as to Blade. Watch this. Yeah. No way. Yes. Damn it. All right. So yeah, I didn't watch. This. I need Sh- to catch up. Shang Chi is on uh, is on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney yeah, it Plus, is. I saw it. yeah. I refuse to watch Black Widow though. Sorry. Oh. Like I already know what's gonna happen. You don't die. Because yeah. I know when you do. Yeah, but you have to watch it. You... <sighs> okay. I won't. I won't I'll save it for a flight. No, I won't give spoilers. That's a flight movie. There's no spoilers. I won't give you a spoiler. But All right. on Black Widow, one of the post-credit scenes ties in to Falcon and Winter Soldier and mm. Hawkeye. All right. Damn it. Because I mean, because the last time you saw Black Widow was with Hawkeye. <sighs> True. So. Oh, all right. All yeah. Right. So it's it's a whole setup with with flight. The next time I have a long flight, I'll watch yeah, Black Widow. Because Hawkeye comes out next week or this week. I know. This week. No. Well, I, what do I need to finish? You got to. No, I've caught up on everything. You got to finish Black Widow. Because you have, All right, to, I'll cause, watch. Cause you have to see the post credits. Yeah, I can't watch that. Okay. They're going to tie it to Hawkeye. They've already tied it to Hawkeye. Got it. Um, All right, I'll do that. What, Fine. He's, he's, I'm sold. What is surprising is Yelena. Who is mm-hmm. who is her sister? I'm gonna do yeah. air quotes there. Her sister. I mean, right. That's her not counterpart. A, her. Yeah. I mean, she's her. She's her sister in the in the movie, but not. I mean. Got it. Yeah. Um, her sister and assassin. Yeah. She got it. 
she's amazing. So Black mm-hmm. Widow is more to me about her, about Yelena, than it is about uh, about uh, you know Scarlet. Okay, but still an amazing movie. It, it's it's very well done. <laughs> but to go to Hawkeye, you're gonna have to see it because they tied it. They tied it with um, um, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character from oh, from Falcon. Yeah, Falcon and Winter they, Soldier. And they tied yeah. both the shows together on Black Widow. So all right, it's. Damn it! It's there. It's there. So, yeah, I'm an anti Black Widow. I'm just like this. The that's the one thing they screwed up in the timeline. Yeah, that well. I was like, I'll watch this after Civil War, but apparently we didn't want to make that. So yeah, she um, yeah. I mean, it, whatever. I'll and, watch it. and then you watch What If, and you're like, well, they they could all come back. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what I need to film. That's what I need to finish. What if? That's oh yeah, been fun. It's like, really I mean, you watch that and it's all the what if, you know, what if this happened? What if that happened? And it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, well, now they can all come back. Like, right. now, now we're doing multiverses. <laughs> we'll just bring yeah, a black, exactly. we'll just bring a black widow from somewhere else. And... Uh, I hope they don't do that. I really I like the finality of some of this stuff. But yeah. You never know. But anyways, That's Chase, funny. man, we've kind of run the whole gambit. And uh, hey, you know, yeah, dude, this is great. Tell everybody where they can find you because you're everywhere. You you are you are literally <laughs> everywhere right now. You've got how many? You've got at it's least two podcasts. Obnoxious at this point. No. Uh, yes, two podcasts. Two podcasts. Dude. And then where are you uh, at so next? I yeah, so I host Get with the Programming. Which, uh, I host that with Bill Grundler, and we talk about all things programming in the sport of CrossFit, which has been super fun. Um, I'm the host of the new CrossFit Games podcast. Yep. which has been awesome and like the scariest job I've ever had, even outside broadcasting. Huh. Like, Are you sure? <laughs> You're just going to let me run with this? This is. Yeah. Uh, so that's been cool. So the next thing you'll see me at um, outside of those two things is I'll be at Wadapalooza. Okay. Now, are, are so, you, yeah. what, what are you be, doing there? Well, it's nothing official, okay. but I will be there and then we'll see what the official title will be when I'm there. Gotcha. I'll You'll definitely that. be doing podcast stuff. I'll be, yes, I'll be speaking on some microphone to someone at some time in Miami. Perfect. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that. Well, and, and we will definitely have to get a, like a podcast collective, um, yes. of all of us together <laughs> to I know. I do a big like, epic oh, a mega show. Of people who just, <laughs> yeah, that'll be the longest show ever. Well, I, I was floored when I opened up that article from the morning chalk up um, because I, so I, I opened the article to, you know, because it was about podcasts. I was like, Oh, cool. Let me, you know, yeah. see if there's any podcasts I need to be listening to. And I go through the first list and I was like, yeah, no, the usual suspects, you know, everybody that I've, you know, that I listen to already. Right. And I go into the next one. It's like, um, uh, it's all John Woolley's podcast, which he has like, He's got like thirty. He's <laughs> yeah. got like thirty of them. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's yeah, got like three different shows. So they got all his podcasts, and then somebody else, and then Wex Appeal. I was like, "What? Yeah, dude! Like, Congratulations! Am I am I am I reading this correctly? This is insane." Yeah. Um, so kind of had a, a you know an out of body experience with that one. You know, just like, wow, okay, we're we're doing yeah, this. Man. We're official now. We are doing this. We're all so, doing this. It's awesome, it. man. And um, and where can so Instagram. 
they, oh, it's just Chase at underscore Ingram. You know, the generic full name. <laughs> I actually changed it. It was Captain America CrossFit for a while. Nice. And and so you're you're on all the social media. So you're on the you're on the yeah. Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Twitter. You know, like I said, it's just it's really hard to get rid of me. You, yeah. you have to block me on like ten different platforms if you don't want to hear my voice yeah. anymore. <laughs> but, well, and I told you it was funny that you were messaging me back and forth. We were messaging back and forth the other day. Yeah. As I was listening to one of your podcasts, oh, that's uh, weird. and I was just like, "This, this is weird." Like he's talking. I'll to do that on a broadcast, though. I might get myself in trouble if I say that. But like, <laughs> my friends will text me in the middle of a broadcast. My phone is there because I usually get texts from like, like a stats person. It's like, "Hey, this thing." I was like, "Okay, that's good to have in my back pocket." Should I need it? But like, someone yeah. will text me something, and then I'll text them back like, "Are you?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> broadcasting and texting you at the same time. Yeah, and and I'll it's. Me. It's funny. I've gotten. I don't know if I got Tommy that way. I messaged. I messaged Tommy during uh, during Mac. Oh, okay. So yeah. so I messaged him something, and you know, didn't hear back. I was just sending him. It, it was actually something about one of the athletes that. Okay. Um, it was Norman Woodring. Oh, actually. yeah. yeah. Um, it. he was because he was a Mac, and you know, we know yeah. him. And I was like, hey, by the way, you know, they they had their kid like less than a year ago, and you know, yeah. they're there. I love those texts or, or DMs. Like people, I don't. Well, some people aren't shy about telling me things, but usually yeah. it's not very helpful. Um, <laughs> but stuff like that does not bother me at yeah, well, all. I'm like, well, great, you're gonna make me sound so much better. Well, Tommy didn't <laughs> respond at all, and I was like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. And I'm watching the broadcast. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, a little birdie tells me that. Da, 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 and he and he goes on the, hey, like, the whole thing. I was like, hey, yeah, I know. There you go. I know where you got yeah. that information. So. Yeah. Um, so it, I mean, it's, it's neat. It's, it's fun. And, and I actually got to, I don't know. That's a side thing. I don't know how you and Sean were able to do what you could, what you were doing literally in the hallway of the Alliance oh. Center. Like, I mean, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they had, you guys had no protection. <laughs> No, we, we weren't roped you, off or you were, had a security person there. You didn't like, have a box seat, nothing. It was just like, <laughs> oh, anybody could just nope. walk up. Anybody literally yeah. could walk up and just smack you on the back while you're in the middle of a, yeah. you know. Someone I'm, could have, like, just ripped my headset off my head or stolen my backpack. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> so, CrossFit, if, if you are listening, hey, uh, hook the guys up with, you know, maybe a little... Yeah, it was, a little, yeah, little velvet funny. rope or something. Hopefully, one day we'll be big enough that we're not allowed to do that anymore. But yeah. right now, the sport is in a nice spot that everyone is like really super cool. And uh, if I mean, people would kind of walk up and look at us, and we're like, "Sorry, I'm actually, yeah. if that's going, then I'm going." You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, can't can't talk to you. I'm not, like, trying just, to a, yeah, not trying I'm to be not trying to be a jerk or yeah. yeah. And some people, which is always funny. Like that's always a weird thing when people want to like take a picture. or I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Because this isn't like taking a picture with Rich Froning. And they know that. But it's uh, <laughs> it's really cool. And I'm, it, it's fun being in that space because we get to be in the mix with everybody, right? Like yeah. we're right there in the thick of it. It's best seats in the house. Like we're sitting right in the middle. And, you know, we're probably in people's way above us, which we apologize for. But yeah, well, yeah, well they, did, they did put you in the tunnel. So there was a tunnel behind you. So you were, you yeah, know, you're at least yeah we had a tunnel behind us. Yeah. I just don't know the people above the tunnel, if they had a pretty good view over the top of our heads, but, uh, I'll never complain. They can put me in a, they can put me in the dumpster for all I care. If I get to do that <laughs> job, I, I I've done, I, I, man, I had, that's a whole nother podcast of like the craziest broadcasting stories. You know, oh, we yeah. talked about podcasts, but 
I've been in a, a van in a rainstorm with one mic in a, you know, off our cell phone broadcast oh, events before. Like, it's been, <laughs> I've been through everything underneath the sun and it, and it still gets uh, one up to every, every now and again. So, yeah. but I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change a thing. Absolutely well, wouldn't change a well thing. and please don't, because you guys are doing a fantastic job. I mean, thank you. You guys definitely crush it. And obviously being at the games this year, I didn't get to listen to you guys live, but I was able to, you know, go back and watch, you know, watch all the <laughs> events and because yeah. when you're working, like obviously your job is to watch the games, but you know, yeah. when I, when I'm there working, I'm, you know, out and about and I'll kind of glance over and kind of see what's going on on the field or, you know, or, or on the floor. Um, and when I can break away and watch an event, great, but yeah. you know, it doesn't happen as often as, you know, as you'd like, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But I got to go back and listen and watch and everything. And man, you know, the calls were on point. Everything, everything was fantastic. So don't change Thank a thing. You. you guys are doing, doing awesome. Oh, I won't. I won't. I appreciate that. So. I appreciate that. I have, uh, I have too much fun. Yes. As they say. Well, <laughs> awesome. Well, I will let you, uh, let you get back to life with life with two kids. Um, yeah. Hopefully they're not screaming. Back dad. Hopefully they're not screaming in the other room. Like, like mine probably. Nah, they'll are. be but, fine. You know, they'll live. <laughs> they'll be okay. But hey, such is bad life. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right. Hey, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode as much as I did recording it with Chase Ingram. You can find him on Instagram. You can find him on the Get With the Pro- Get With the Programming podcast, the CrossFit Games podcast. You can find them all on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. He is on, uh, he's on Twitter. Um, usually lamenting the Dallas Cowboys, which I do have to say, I'm sorry to my friends, Chase Ingram and, uh, Tommy Marquez on the Thanksgiving day game Cowboys versus Raiders where my Raiders were victorious. That is all I'm going to say about that. I'm not one to be a sore winner, but we won. So I'm happy. Um, yes, the Raiders, the Raiders beat the Cowboys. So it was a good day for me anyways, not so much for them. Uh, but I hope you had a uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a great Thanksgiving, like I said, and both of my, my team and my wife's team, the bears both won. So it was a, uh, it was a good football day as well. Great things coming up. I have an interview that will actually drop later this week with, uh, Elijah Muhammad or easy as uh, everybody calls him easy Muhammad. And, uh, we talk about, legacy fitness and about passing on fitness and health to the next generation and what the next generation is going to look like and how they're going to be absolute beasts because of all the things that they are attaining right now. But we had a awesome sit down. So I'm looking forward to letting you hear that episode, which will be coming up later this week. And as I said, some new exciting segments coming out with the, from the Wex Appeal uh, podcast, uh, music, podcast and also a fitness podcast where we're going to do a workout of the week for all of the podcast listeners so you can get basically what we'll do is we'll announce a workout uh, we'll have a guest come on announce the workout and they will tell you how you can scale it to whatever you have or whatever you can do or also you know how you're supposed to feel when doing the workout expected times things like that so we'll just talk through the workout have some fun with it and then the music episode i'm really excited about We're going to be talking about lists of music that you should be listening to. Um, You name it. If you have an idea, by all means, send it on the Instagram. You can contact us on Instagram, Wex Appeal Podcast. Um, Follow us on TikTok. I have one video currently on TikTok, um, but Wex Appeal. 
Uh, if you search that, you'll find us on TikTok. We're trying to get more content up there. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to do the whole social media thing. You can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram, Facebook, all those, all those places. But um, definitely looking forward to a great week this week. I hope that you are doing well as well. And looking forward to dropping that new episode with Easy Muhammad a little bit later on this week. You guys have a great rest of your week, an amazing time, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.